Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Just listening to uh, David Bellavia and uh, Rob Lucas talking about the death of Burt Bacharach. Interestingly enough, and this should surprise absolutely nobody who uh, listens to this program, I, I found myself looking up Burt Bacharach over the weekend. Um, and the reason I was doing that is because Christopher Cross uh, did that song, Arthur's Theme, The Best That You Can Do. And I remember at the concert at the Riv, he made reference to Burt Bacharach. And it turns out that Christopher Cross, he really doesn't collaborate songwriting with anybody. Everything he does is Christopher Cross stuff except that song, which was uh, uh, Burt Bacharach, Carol Bayer Sager, and some other dude whose name I don't remember who came up with the line, when you get caught between the moon and New York City, which is about being on a flight, which is in a holding pattern, waiting to land at one of the New York City airports. So that's where that line of that song came from. So that song, which won, I think, an Oscar for Best Song 1981, don't quote me on that, um, was actually a... A song that was written by four people, which you will not see in pretty much any of Christopher Cross's work. So, uh, you know, I I did it again. But anyway, uh, Burt Bacharach, very long life. And who can forget uh, Burt Bacharach's resurgence in population, uh, in population, in, uh, in popular culture with his inclusion in the Austin Powers movie. Driving on the double-decker bus in London, singing to his heart's content having his album played in the Shagadelic Jet, uh, Burt Bacharach. Um, one of the, see, what we, we did a show um, not all that long ago. I think it was either right before or right after the Christopher Cross show where I said, okay, guys, the music you thought you would never be into that suddenly you find yourself into. And I made reference to my reverence for ABBA, uh, Christopher Cross, and the Bee Gees. All performers that when they were big and when they were on the radio all the time, 
you couldn't have caught me dead listening to them. But now it's become like the soundtrack of my life. It is the strangest feeling. And look, I'm not saying, I mean, don't think that I just like the soft stuff. Uh, you know, I like good old, you know, butt kicking rock and roll, like the Rolling Stones, Some Girls album is, I think, one of the greatest albums ever made. And by the way, the Beatles' Abbey Road, I will take that over Sgt. Pepper's any day of the week. Side two, Abbey Road is absolutely a masterpiece of music. It's like Mozart rock and roll. Um, of course, uh, John Lennon had an issue with Paul McCartney writing granny music. Uh, which I always thought was kind of a funny line. But uh, anyway, uh, there's two Beatles remain alive, and uh, they are Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Paul McCartney did promise to come back to Buffalo uh, at the end of his concert in September of 2015, but you know it's been seven years, almost seven years, and no announcement of a Paul McCartney concert. Billy Joel just played the stadium, what, last September of uh, 21, I believe it was, and uh, he's doing a gig at the uh, Fallsview Casino in uh, in February uh, or is it March? Well, it, it's coming up very very soon. But uh, we've decided that uh, we cannot justify spending the money on a dude we just saw, even though a friend was able to come up with unbelievably awesome seats at an unbelievably awesome price, and we still said no. And I'm kind of lamenting that decision because those tickets are long gone by now, no doubt about it. But uh, yeah, Burt Bag, there's a certain music that you appreciate as you get older. And uh, Burt Bacharach, certainly one of those talents. Um, I'm just thinking of some others. It really, you know, it depends on what age group you find yourself in. And it might actually be, too, that you might be older. And you might find yourself into what is big right now. It doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen, uh, especially dudes who play in, in cover bands. I mean, they've got to stay on top of the, the stuff that is really big. If you want to get the dance floor crowded, you got to be able to do, even if you're a rock and roll band, you got to do some, uh, basically you're forced into doing Bruno Mars. It's just, it, 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 you have to do it. It's just a staple on every set list of every local band. But uh, anyway, a uh, very interesting conversation David had with uh, Rob Lucas, and uh, I enjoyed it very much. Um, also, I uh, got a number of emails from people who had a problem hooking up with Rob Ort's petition on natural gas. So I put the direct link to Rob Ort's petition on natural gas on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. The Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. That is where you can find the direct link to Rob Ort's petition on natural gas. So that's that. Also, a, uh, a statement from the president of National Fuel Gas, um, and even though she refuses to come on this program, she did put out a statement which seems to harmonize with the views of this program, but she refuses to come on this program in what I consider to be an unforgivable act of uh, media and public relations ignorance. Uh, maybe, Donna, you should be calling Gina Latuka at the SPCA serving Erie County to determine how to do PR the right way, because you are doing PR absolutely the wrong 
wrong way. Absolutely the wrong way. You should be on this show, Donna DeCarolis, with National Fuel Gas. Your cowardice is actually beyond belief. Your business is being attacked. You've got a receptive audience with me. You've got a receptive audience with the people who listen to this show. And you, as the president of National Fuel Gas, don't see the value in coming on this radio show? That takes a special kind of stupid or a special kind of ignorance about public relations. I'd prefer to think it's ignorance about public relations, but you got a lot to learn about PR, national fuel gas. You owe it to your employees, your workers. You owe it to everybody with a gas connection to get your butt on this radio program and answer questions from people in the listening audience. State Senator Minority Leader Rob Ort, he's been on this program two times talking about this asinine ban that is uh, going to go in, into effect, not to mention, uh, oh, in 2035, uh, you won't be able to buy anything but an electric car in New York State. Well, guess what? I don't want an electric car. Not in 2035. I doubt I'll be alive then, but if I am alive in 2035, I probably shouldn't be driving. But I don't want an electric car to do 15 miles an hour on the thruway. I don't want that, because that's what about what I'd be driving. Speaking of driving, my loves, it is treacherous out there because of standing water. Seriously, look out for the hydroplaning today. I don't know why the water is not draining. I don't know if the storm sewers are blocked by debris from the storm, like tree stuff. I don't know what's going on out there, but there is so much standing water. I went through two massive puddles on a five-mile drive into work today, and I saw one intersection off of uh, Mill Street, one intersection. I don't even know how you people are going to get off your side street and make it to Mill because it, it, it looks like it's about six inches deep. It's hard to tell when you're driving by, and I kind of like to keep my eyes on the road in front of me, especially when approaching a school zone. Uh, tends to be good policy. But uh, there is standing water out there, and I'll tell you something. One of the concerns that I have about the commute today is I fear that because roads are wet, it's a Thursday, and everybody's in a hurry on Thursday, and I don't know why, and we've got standing water and the risk of hydroplaning. My fear, and I hope that I'm wrong, but my fear is that we're going to see a boatload of accidents today. I hope I am wrong, but if you're driving, you know exactly of what I speak because you're seeing these lakes everywhere, everywhere, and... Uh, you know, it's uh, just kind of a, an interesting drive. Josh, uh, you have a much longer drive into work uh, than do I. Uh, did you find uh, many areas of standing water on your drive from Amish country? Yes, I did, and I enjoyed driving through some of them safely while I was out near my house where it's a little less populated because it makes a big splash. And it's, it's kind of fun to watch. Well, did you feel the – well, it's kind of good to get the salt, I guess, from the bottom of your car. <laughs> but the uh, did, did you hydroplane or come close to hydroplaning at all? No, not at all. I Like I said, I, I, I did it pretty slowly. There was a couple where it kind of caught me off guard because a lot of the times it just looks like the road. Like you can't tell there's water there, and then all of a sudden you're driving through a puddle. Yeah, and once we start getting into the sundown period of the drive home, I just I have this horrible feeling that we're going to have an ungodly number of accidents. I hope I'm wrong, but again, you know, I just I just want people to be extra safe today. There's nothing worth, let's put it this way, getting getting somewhere on time or early is not worth getting into an aggravation, uh, getting into an accident and and not getting there at all. So, 
you know. The just, worst part that I always experience with driving like really late at night is when there's so much water that you or it's raining so hard you can't see the lines in the dark. I hate that so much. Like it bothers me more than driving in the snow. Because when I can't see the lines, it's just like okay, like I got to just kind of follow the car's headlight or taillights in front of me and hope that I'm in the lane because you know, like I said, it's just they like disappear under the water or in the rain sometimes and it's just Sometimes the lines just need to be repainted, I think. Uh, yeah, and in Florida, they would have uh, reflective um, uh, things on the roads, which wouldn't last very long with a Western New York plow going over them. That was a nice thing about the DeLorean automobiles, because not only would they spot the white lines, they'd snort them up along the way. So it worked out pretty well. Um, and, it, and by the way, I think John DeLorean was totally framed, and that was just a bad thing. I think he got screwed. Anyway, it's uh, 221 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, I thought it was entrapment. I, I did. Anyway, uh, welcome to the program. Good to be with you. And uh, I, I'm going to start with a light topic today. Are we going to be at war with China? Are we headed for a war with the People's Republic of China? Because you might have read some disconcerting things over the weekend. Disconcerting things from an expert on China-American relations who says this whole balloon situation was more about preparing the Chinese people for war with the United States than it was about an intelligence-gathering mission. Also found out why balloons are actually better, in some cases, than satellites. There are reasons why balloons uh, are superior to satellites, which I did not know, because, as I've mentioned a number of times, our satellites, and I'm sure the Chinese, um, they can read the date on a coin in your hand if you hold it up. That's how good they are. But apparently, in some cases, a spy balloon is so much better. And by the way, uh, if you believe this government, the technology so far that has been recovered from the downed balloon from China, uh, the downed balloon is not consistent with a civilian meteorological expedition. It is consistent with a military intelligence gathering mission. And I think the best thing the United States can do is go to the United Nations and get a vote of condemnation against the People's Republic of China. Uh, let the world know that the Chinese lied to the United States. The Chinese lie to the world because these are spy balloons. If you've got the evidence, you bring it to the United Nations. And if you will remember back in 1962, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Soviet ambassador kept denying that there were any offensive nuclear weapons in Cuba said the Americans are wrong. Where is this incontrovert uh, incontrovertible evidence of which you speak that is putting the world on the abyss of nuclear war? And Adelaide Stevenson, our somewhat trepidatious ambassador to the United Nations at the time, nobody thought he was up to it, but he very famously said, are there offensive nuclear weapons in Cuba? Don't wait for the translation. And he also said, um, I'll wait till hell freezes over for my answer. So what he did was he backed the Soviet UN ambassador into a corner and then the was given time by another country and Adelaide Stevenson, 1962, says, all right then, let's show the world the evidence the Soviets have been lying. And there you could see the U2 pictures of 
ta-da, the uh, offensive nuclear weapons in Cuba. And uh, thank God that President Kennedy was in the White House at that time and had experienced the letdown and the lies of the military uh, over the Bay of Pigs fiasco. He was lied to. He bought it hook, line, and sinker. So when the military came to JFK and said, you know, we, we really need airstrikes against these sites right now, um, he didn't buy into it right away. He refused to be pushed into a corner, and they eventually formed a group which uh, led to a unanimous consensus de- decision that we would do a, uh, a blockade around Cuba, except they couldn't call it a blockade because that's an act of war, so they call it a quarantine instead. Um, but the long and the short of it is uh, the United States, through a back channel, Uh, and the Soviet Union reached a deal to get the Soviet missiles out of Cuba. And then after that, the outdated Jupiter missiles that we had in Turkey were also removed. So it was a quid pro quo, but it could never be acknowledged until years later that that is exactly what happened. Uh, And if you want a a fairly accurate uh, picture, I've watched the old newscast and I've watched the old United Nations tapes a fairly accurate picture of the Cuban Missile Crisis can be found, there I go speaking Canadian again, uh, can be found um, in the movie 13 Days, which is really riveting. And, and it, it, it's, it, it's very good if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, and it, when you compare the historical stuff from that movie to what actually happened in the old newscasts and the UN meetings, et cetera, and the tape recordings of the meetings that were taking place um, in the White House and elsewhere regarding the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, you can really appreciate the accuracy of the movie uh, 13 Days. It's really very well done. Uh, But anyway, I think the United States needs to uh, do quite a bit. Uh, And now, in addition to uh, China... And its uh, belligerence and increasing bellicosity toward the United States and the world, you've got North Korea. And they just had one of the biggest, the biggest military parade North Korea has ever had. And they showed off a bunch of missiles which are absolutely capable of penetrating any defenses we have along the western coast of America. So here we have this country that can't even feed itself in a position to blackmail us with nuclear weapons if it so chooses to do. Of course, it would be suicidal, but the uh, the issue, and China and North Korea have a very interesting and complex relationship, I'll, I'll put it that way. All right, but uh, anyway, you, you obviously are familiar with the uh, Chinese balloon. Uh, you are familiar with the idea that uh, we shot the Chinese balloon down. By the way, the Chinese want it back. Ha! It's their balloon? Really? Okay. Give it back. They didn't put a time limit on it. So uh, just figure out what we can get out of it intelligence-wise and give it back to them. But first, let's bring it to the United Nations and say they said it was a meteorological balloon. Here is the evidence you can see from the balloon itself. And by the way, we're not faking it because here are the high-resolution photos taken by the U-2, which got good close-up shots of the balloon and all the stuff that was on it. So, China, tell us again how this was a weather balloon. I think you've got to embarrass China in the court of world opinion. And at the same time, folks, I don't like saying this, but I think we need to be ready for the increasing chances of a war with the People's Republic of China. I do not see that as a remote possibility at all. 
Um, I see it as a 50-50 proposition at this point, if not inevitable. Maybe, maybe I'm just being generous saying 50-50. It's probably going to be inevitable. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Do you think that the United States and the People's Republic of China will be going to war? I don't know what time frame to put on it, but let's just say in the next 50 years. We've got people at the Pentagon saying, you better prepare for a war with China by 2025. Okay, that's only two years away. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, I'm, I'm doing a very light question right now because I, I know that you guys like uh, you know, fluff. Um, the the question is, uh, okay, you, you saw the Chinese spy balloon last week. You called in on the Chinese spy balloon last week. Many of you said, shoot it down, shoot it down. And eventually on Saturday, it was shot down off the coast of uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which might have been the purest thing to happen in Myrtle Beach in quite some time with its very high crime rate. We'd never recommend going to Myrtle Beach for a vacation. But I digress. Um, the The issue is, he, I, I think some of you are so ridiculously short-sighted, you call in about a balloon, a freaking balloon, but you are not grasping the significance of the balloon. 
the significance of the balloon is China is firing a shot over the bow of the United States of America and other nations as well. But I'm pretty sure China isn't very concerned about a Costa Rican military threat, okay? Uh, We had a call last week from a guy who said that he was a veteran and he specialized in China-American relations and he actually learned Chinese at the uh, Monterey School in California, which is where military and intelligence people go for language training. And that school teaches people, and you have to meet certain qualifications, but it teaches people the most complex languages in a ridiculously short period of time. You could learn to be conversationally fluent in Russian in less than a year, conversationally fluent in Chinese in about a year. Uh, It is a total immersion program they offer, and it's 18-hour days. I'm told it is one of the most difficult parts of military training or intelligence training there is. You are either all in or you are not there at all. And I would love to hear from the dude who called in last week when everybody was all concerned about the balloon. See, I think, personally, you guys need to look past the balloon and what is the message it sends. And you might have seen some very um, uh, very troubling statements online over the weekend by another expert in Chinese-American affairs who says what this balloon symbolizes is China preparing its citizens for a war with the United States. Let me repeat that. What the balloon symbolizes is China preparing its citizens for a war with the United States. Do you believe that that is true? Do you believe it is going to happen? We have at least one Air Force general at the Pentagon who very publicly has made it clear that we had better be ready for a war with China by 2025. Now, this is very disconcerting. Uh, By the way, let me give you the phone number uh, to call, 803-0930. This is so much more important than a stupid balloon. I mean, that's, that's, I, I find the fascination with the balloon absolutely fascinating compared with the interest we should be showing in long-term United States-China relations. Uh, it, 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 it bespeaks the dearth of interest America has in anything but uh, the big game right now, I'm pretty sure. 803-0930, the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. But a, a war with China should be very disconcerting because it is a war the United States could lose. Um, let me just make sure I'm communicating this clearly. Don't think for a minute the United States is going to be a knockout first, you know, it's not going to be like Iraq. It's not going to be like the first run in Afghanistan. It's not going to be like that. China has very highly developed weapons. I don't care how strong the United States Navy claims to be. You send hypersonic missiles at our ships, and guess what? Our vessels don't have enough laser technology to go around to shoot down all of the hypersonic missiles or all of the drone swarms the Chinese are likely to deploy. The carrier Ford, um, they've got a laser defense system, and a couple of the other uh, ships have laser defense systems. But against a hypersonic missile, would you want to be 
in the sights of a Chinese hypersonic missile? I mean, they might have the technology. Our hypersonic missile, as I understand it, but keep in mind, what the government tells you we have is years behind what we really have, okay? Here is an article in, I think, 2017 about how the United States military is going to begin testing invisibility suits. Like, oh, really? Because I, because I happen to know for a fact they were testing them a hell of a long time before that. Uh, proving it, uh, just uh, just amazing. So I don't know where we really are on hypersonic missiles. I don't have a clue. Uh, but every, I mean, we're so used to America. You know, we're gonna kick some ass. We're gonna kick some ass and take some names. And, and then we get a country like China and the Russians as well with hypersonic missiles, and we don't have enough defenses. Also, their standing army, the People's Liberation Army of China. Two million members. Our standing army in the United States, fewer than half a million members. And I hate to say this. I hate to say this. It may be time to think about a draft. If we're going to have a war with China in 2025, we may wish to have a military force of two or three million people who are trained and combat ready by the time that war comes along instead of trying to catch up after a Pearl Harbor-style attack. And I will also tell you this. I think we should, just to show you my heart's in the right place, I think we should draft older people like myself first. There have got to be jobs that we could do, yes, even in combat zones, where you don't have to jog 25 miles with a 100-pound pack. All we can do is sit on our butts and push buttons and be in the combat zone. We should draft older people first. My logic is we've lived our lives. We have lived our lives. There's got to be something we could do where we don't need to uh, you know, get a hernia. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Are we going to have a war with China? How big a concern is that? And as much as I hate to say this, as distasteful as this is going to be for some people, um, it, we would be well to mend fences with Russia and Putin because China, you know what? Sometimes you make sacrifices for your own national security. China does not want a two-front war with Russia and the United States. No country wants a two-front war. Would, would we want a war with Russia and China and maybe North Korea at the same time? Guys, we could actually lose that war. Let's go to Mark in uh, Olean. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Howdy. Uh, yeah, I believe we'll be to war with China soon. I think because of uh, Ukraine and what our president didn't do much, but a little saber-rattling. It just shows how kind of weak we are. That's my opinion. Well, he, uh, Biden did call out China in pretty strong terms during the State of the Union speech. And he actually mentioned President Xi of China, called him out by name in an unscripted part of the speech, supposedly. Uh, he did order the balloon shot down, and we are recovering the balloon. Um, so uh, can you just be a little more specific about the weakness? Yeah, I think we should have sent the fighter jets over to Ukraine. I think we should have got right in there and did it and showed them that we were strong, not just a bunch of, of a bull and malarkey, a BS, I guess you would call so it. So why would you risk Why would you risk World War III with Russia over Ukraine? 
That, how does that benefit American national security, which should be first and foremost in any president's mind? How does that benefit us? I mean, how does nuking Washington or nuking New York City in retaliation equal helping Ukraine? I I just think we got to be bolder and stronger. I think we have to put more out there and be more aggressive than just sending a few uh, tanks over and whatnot. Now, that's my opinion, but I just feel when I hear from him, I feel like he he's not strong enough and that that's how i feel and and they're just going to keep pulling and pulling stuff they just take a little a thousand knives a thousand cuts and they just cut cut us a little by little and we got to stop that uh, uh, support your idea on the draft but i i think if immigration if you come in uh immigrants they should sign up for the draft too and they should be uh put their head on the line too well, automatic citizenship for anybody who does a two-year hitch. Um, I think that that's only appropriate. Um, uh, okay. I, I think. By the way, you, you said soon. Can you define soon as far as a war with China? I I believe with North Korea and what they're doing and whatnot. I would say twenty-five wouldn't be out of the realm. Two thousand twenty-five, e- e- easy. So right. How are we going to stop? I know people right now. They're upset. That want to buy their supplies different from China manufacturing, and and I talked to them the last couple of days from from the recent events from the balloon, and they're having a hard time just finding something of manufacturers in the United States to buy their equipment. Uh, you don't you don't have to tell me about it. And one of the problems with a lot of uh, manufacturers in the United States that do compete with Chinese interests is they cannot find enough workers to keep up production. True story. Um, Absolutely. Yep. Thank you. Thank you very much. And by the way, some of the hardest working people um, are the refugees. Some of the uh, some of the hardest working people are the Burmese, the Somalians, and the Ukrainians. Some of the hardest working people that we have in the United States. You want to hire somebody? Reach out to those uh, organizations that help those specific folks because it's like they're the only people who want to work anymore. I had a conversation this morning with a very learned lady about it, and we came to the same conclusion. American kids, they don't realize how good they've got it. They're trying to figure out if they're boys or girls. These people from other places who came here to escape the, the hellhole in which they used to live, they appreciate the United States. Uh, let's go to Josh in uh, Amherst on WBEN. Josh, uh, will there be a war between the United States and China? I think absolutely. I think that this is just the start of it. I think that right now that they're just baiting us out, that they want us to go. Uh, it's going to be over Taiwan. The Ukraine right now, how it's playing out, this is just what we're going to see. It's just going to be the exact same thing. They're going to start encroaching, and they're going to start, they're going to do a brigade around Taiwan, and we're not going to be allowed to, to, you know, go over there or do anything. You saw how big of a deal it was when Nancy Pelosi was over. So, I mean, that's only the, the start of it. And the thing with uh, North Korea is, is that, you know, North Korea, if anything, will get dragged into it by China. We, we, I don't think anything direct would happen unless something happened with China before. Because, look, politically, uh, North Korea is just China's, you know, scrapyard dog that they're just going to throw at us at any time. You know what I mean? Just like a little, yeah, you know, a sickum is kind of uh, is going to be the way that uh, 
their attitude is. Well, China has a kind of a weird relationship with um, North Korea because China is not a real big fan of having a nuclear North Korea, yet they are North Korea's biggest trading partner in the entire world. China's biggest concern is that the regime in North Korea is going to collapse and they are going to be overwhelmed by refugees from North Korea fleeing into China. That's why they put up significant fencing along the border. They don't want to be overrun by North Koreans. No, I mean, and, and nobody does either. That's why so many of the surrounding countries, you know, they have a policy of, like, send them back because, you know, it, it puts them in such a difficult position. Um, and it's like, you know, and even if you were to hypothetically one day reunify uh, Korea together, right, they, they have so much uh, um, turmoil over it that it, it would never be feasible. But I think another thing, too, is that you were talking about the draft and you're saying, like, uh, oh, us, you know, older folks should go first. Uh, I think that that's, that's a very telling thing about, like, the culture and your generation, and I'm younger, so versus my generation. Um, but the culture over there in China is ridiculous in terms of, like, putting the country forward. I mean, that comes from its communist, you know, past roots. But we don't have anything like that here. I mean, you have kids burning the flag over here and stuff and, 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 and disrespecting just America, basically. They don't have any respect for the country. It's you're saying about, you know, the, uh, the workers, the refugees that come in because they recognize the importance of where they are. People have that right here. They have no preservation of state. They don't, they don't believe that here. They'd honestly, if, I, if, if that happened, they'd be joining the other side. Well, I don't know that they they, they might actually, uh, in in the event of hostilities, be looking for a safe space in which they could decide if they're male or female. Because that seems to be the biggest right issue in America that. today is uh, how do you identify? Are you binary or non-binary? Josh, would you like a homosexual relationship with me? I mean, that's that is like no. the biggest issue we've got. I, I, that wasn't I a serious. <laughs> that wasn't a serious proposition. My boyfriend no, would be very jealous. Um, I thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. I mean, when I, when I think about what's going on in the world and the idiotic nonsense on which we waste our time, I mean, we follow the science with COVID, but don't follow chromosomal science and call something gender dysmorphia. Oh, no, that's somehow bigoted. That's uh, you. You you aren't thinking clearly. You have you have all these horrible prejudices. Well, I thought we're supposed to follow the science. One science. I mean, sorry. One gender has one set of chromosomes. The other gender has uh, the other set of chromosomes and a very, very small number of people are genuinely hermaphroditic genuinely hermaphroditic true story uh let's go to uh and i bet they could make a lot of money on just fans uh let's go to uh mark in uh, tanawanda which says a lot about people uh you're on wben i'm just thinking about a trip to thailand uh mark how you doing hi tom how are you just a couple quick comments first of all you're spot on exactly with everything that goes on uh i'm i'm just amazed at the stuff that goes on in this world today this country is on a self-destruct mode, and yet we got our nose all over the world. And everyone's got egos and attitudes today. If you can't sit at a table and talk, then you have to weigh risk and reward. And just like you said, is the first and foremost thing should be the national security of this country. That's first and foremost. There's sometimes in, the, in life and in the world stage, you have to turn your cheek. We don't own the world. We can't influence the world. Look at Afghanistan. We couldn't even figure that after 20 years. Middle East, trillions of dollars. You can't throw money at a problem like this. If you can't sit down and talk, there are sometimes you're going to have to tell these countries, 
the United States isn't the mommy and daddy of the world. God bless you. Figure it out. Well, and look, it infuriates me. It just infuriates me. Well, you know, with with regard to this Russian thing that I'm suggesting, bending fences with Russia in a big way, it's not without precedent because after the Russian Revolution in 1917, this country, the Brits, and a few of the other allies sent armies into Russia to try to oust the Bolsheviks in the Russian Civil War. Okay, and 20 years later, thereabouts. After the Nazis invaded the Soviet Union in Barbarossa, Winston Churchill, one of the most anti-communist people in the history of the 20th century, said any country at war with Hitler is a friend to Great Britain. He totally did a 180 on the Soviet Union just like that. He was one of the big supporters of the Brits trying to overthrow the Bolsheviks in the late teens, early 20s, right? And then... Hitler, because it took the it took the pressure off of the UK, which was standing alone. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I just, you know, to me, things are just so simple. But it's, you, you got king size egos and king size attitudes, and you know, nobody wants to back down. It's just, it, it, I think China right now, their tipping point is going to be this mess in Taiwan. They're trying to say that's our island. It's none of your business. It's a uh, what? Hundred miles off their coast. Why are you worried on the other side of the world? If you don't respect me, you're going to fear me. And that's what they're doing. They're probing now in case they go into Taiwan and things heat up. That's what this is all about. You have to turn the other cheek and say, you know what? You guys got to figure this out. We got enough problems here at home. And I can't believe the people I watched the State of the Union the other night. All these so-called intelligent people, they can't figure it out. They can't even see it that way. To me, it's common sense. Well, see, when, 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 you talk about turning, when you talk about turning the other cheek, what, what happens then is you run into the question of appeasement. Because, again, going back to World War II, uh, the French and the British prime ministers met with Hitler, Goering, and Mussolini, and they hammered out the Munich Agreement in 1938. It wasn't worth the paper it was written on. Germany violated it big time very, very early. And uh, after that, uh, the world realized that Winston Churchill had been right about Adolf Hitler. And uh, shortly thereafter, uh, he was, well, May 1940, I believe, he was uh, installed as the uh, prime minister of uh, of great britain um i thank you very much i appreciate the call um yeah i mean turning the other cheek you, you got to know when to do it you also got to know when appeasement is not a good strategy and i'm not smart enough to know the difference but my question to you is do you believe that we are heading for a war with china and it amazes me that people <laughs> last week People were calling this show and David's show in droves. I'm concerned about the balloon. I'm concerned about the balloon. How come Biden's not shooting it down? Y'all are missing the big picture. The big picture is our sovereignty, our airspace was violated by the People's Republic of China. And they don't care. They think they can take us in a war, and they might be right. They've got hypersonic missiles. As far as I know, we don't, or they're very early in development. But again, uh, the military never tells us what it actually has uh, as far as state-of-the-art weaponry. Don't want to tip their hand. Know that from personal experience. Um, but those hypersonic missiles and the lack of laser defenses in every one of our naval vessels. I mean, look at the USS Cole. Gulf of Aden, a couple of guys in a dinghy killed 17 American soldiers, uh, sailors. And... Uh, 
we were basically caught flat-footed. And I, I'm really concerned that uh, despite these, uh, these these carrier groups, I mean, you've got the aircraft carriers and they've got a whole fleet of uh, support vessels, including submarines that surround them. But uh, these hypersonic missiles are, are no joke, and China has done very, very well with them. Of course, kind of part of me thinks that maybe they stole the technology from the U.S. like they do everything else. Uh, but uh, we're going to take more calls coming up after the news at 3 on WBEN. Watch out for the standing puddles of rain and water on the roads. I don't want to have a lot of accidents today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.